Now when you hear this song, do you automatically think of this? I mean, do you ever hear the song? Yes. Now you are a bit of a musician too. Um, yeah, just like Chaka Khan. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not mean to imply that you guys were on the same yeah, level. I was in Rufus, actually. Yeah. <laughs> You're the first person who's known Rufus. I know. That's amazing. I know. I, I, I love this music. This is like, this is, and I say it all the time, it's just like a forgotten genre. Listen, I... And by the way, this is Josh Hopkins, everybody. Hey. Hey. I, um, who's Josh Hopkins? <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> I, uh... I've listened to podcasts, and the funniest thing that ever happens when Jen Winderstrom yeah. thought that this was the Fat Albert I know. name because it does sound yeah. Well, that's pretty good, dude. Thank you, thank you. Do but you? That's how I, that was one of my favorite shows, like coming home to watch from school. Fat Albert. Yeah. Who was your favorite character? Man, they were you know Rudy was oh, funny. Rudy was good. Uh, Rudy, you like a day in July. <laughs> No clay. No clay. Can you name all of I can only name Mushmouth. Mushmouth, Fat Albert, and Rudy. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't name them then, to tell no. you the truth. But I like the way uh, the, I, could, I could walk like all of them. The they all had a walk. Yeah. And, and Rudy's like. Yeah, Rudy had the had head. head bob. But he had the head, but he also had the shaggy legs yeah you know what i mean yeah. he walked like shaggy mm -hmm. but he had that head bob which was my favorite part of those fat alberts was the song every the junkyard band oh so good yeah i mean there's not a whole lot of love for fat albert reruns now no that's kind <laughs> of yeah because apparently bill cosby did some shit hey rudy why don't you just put that in a glass? Have a drink it. <laughs> She'll go to prom with you then. <laughs> oh, if you turn if you turned everybody in Fout Arbor into fucking <laughs> people who drugged other people's drinks. By the way, you, you I, did you know you did a good Fat Arbor? I didn't until right now. Do you do other voices? Uh, pro, uh, yeah. Okay, name. I'm 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 pretty good at that, but like I don't have a repertoire of them. I'm usually like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Who's your? But there's got to be one where you're like, that's my best. You know, I used to remember, but uh, th my the one I do pretty well now that is everyone does is cliche. But I'm like, wow, wow, come here. It's why. But you know what I love about walking? Everybody does their walking a little different. A little different. Yeah. And it's about what you say. Yeah. On a podcast. Don't know what that is. <laughs> Stupid. Gonna leave. <laughs> Did you ever see the play All About Walking? No. Okay. All of my buddy, Patrick. He's a good buddy. I can't remember his last name. Mm. Patrick. Patrick. We'll call him Double Patrick. Mm -hmm. My buddy, Double Patrick, put, uh, created a show called All About Walking, where everybody just did walking impressions. Some were terrible. Some were terrible. Some were good. And they just did scenes, but everybody was walking. Right. It was pretty fantastic. Yeah, I think it's great. It was it was it was pretty fantastic. And they did different eras and genres of walking. <laughs> it was pretty pretty fantastic. They tried in all about Nicholson, but walking I think he even came down to see one of the shows. 
The best part about Christopher Walken to me was when I discovered he liked to dance. Yeah, he started like in in the theater. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was that music video. What was the video? Soft shoe guy. Yeah. Uh, fat boy slim weapon of choice. Uh, by the way, Aaron pulled that. You pulled that quickly out of your asshole. Well done. Wow. That's You're welcome. What's Mary, the beginning? Mary Lou Henner, I'm yeah. On your tail. Uh, Who's the robot? I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> tell me again. How does this? How does the beginning of the song go again? The music is like. Dun, uh, tick, 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 but yeah, not that I don't know. Yeah, you do know. You just don't want to sing it. There's uh, that. Yeah. Um, I, I bet I walk into me is like throwback. Because think about what in your profession you're an actor. Yes. 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 A thespian. Yes. But thespians used to be required to be able to dance and sing a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you do you think that that should be go back into the requirements? Or are you pretty happy that you're not? Because uh, you can sing. Yeah. Your your by the way your music video feigning interest is the first like parody video I ever watched on YouTube. It was the first thing that I was like oh where I heard the word viral. Like that was a big I also remember you getting some shit for that video. Yes, I did. Why? What was the shit? Uh it was all it was very misogynistic. But it video. really wasn't. Well, you know. But you know what before I make you get into this. I'm a comedian, you're an actor. Mhm. Mm I'm encouraged to speak my mind. You are not. Correct. So, so, so let me just, I understand that because me speaking my mind and saying something controversial, like feigning interest, if, if people have been like, that's misogynistic, that attention would have been good for my ticket sales and career. Right. It's actually discouraged in your in your career yeah, a little suppose, bit, right? You know, you know, any press is good press. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, it, but feigning interest, it, the was, just, it was a stupid, silly yeah. song, mm -hmm. right? Written from your perspective 10 years ago. If maybe more. Maybe yeah, more, yeah. God, I'm old. But, but, but like, so did you catch a lot of shit online? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of, yes. And I didn't like it. You did? It, mm -mm, I like to be liked. Yeah. And a lot of people, and then, you know, I had to be like, well, you know, fuck it. It was kind of a, a litmus moment where I had to be, you know, not everyone's going to like everything you do. Fuck it. Yeah. Wait, was that a turning point for you where you were like, eh, some people are going to be, did it bother you when people said nasty shit online? Yeah. Yeah. And, and did that, sh has that stopped you from doing other things you might want to do? You don't have to say what they are, but like you were like, because I know that no. you, it hasn't stopped no, you from doing it. No. Mm -mm. Because you're, I don't know if people know this, you're a funny guy. People know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you're a funny dude. Like, so why didn't you ever put out another song? Was it just something you didn't want to deal with ever again? Um, no, you know, I did that. I, it just, I made like eight songs, m more. Yeah, I played Lollapalooza. I know you did. Year, and with played Marston, like right? eight, yeah, like yeah. eight or nine songs and feigning interest. I didn't even play. I, but at that point, I was like, I don't even like this anymore. I was like that guy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't play my hits. Yeah, um, that's Bon Jovi not playing <laughs> "Wanted Dead or Alive." Yeah. <laughs> and there were just much funnier, better ones. I thought, and that was so fun to me to write mm -hmm. and do that. But like, I played out like three times. Yeah, and every time I came off the stage, people were like, mm, "Did you catch the bug? Did you get it?" I was like, "Nope." Really? That, that sucked. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I like to be funny, but I don't like to play out in front of people and like 
play guitar and sing and that explains a lot of times when I've tried to get you to come out and play and sing. Yeah, don't do that. No. <laughs> and you very politely figured out a way to be like, no, nah, I can't make that. I'm going to go out of town yeah, just to miss just it. So I don't have to see it. What do you, have you done like plays? Do you like theater? Yeah. Yeah, I've done plays. I've uh, do you like started that? there. Yeah, I do. Um, it's, I do. That's different. I don't know how. I feel comfortable acting, not singing, performing. You understand? Yeah, is it the singing or the be or the or the because look, when you are doing what you did, it's all on you. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. It's a hundred percent. Like as a stand-up, it's what I like. I like the fact that I'm gonna go, okay, I don't have to rely on it. If this isn't funny, this is my fault. And I have enough confidence that I've been doing it long enough where I'm okay with that. I don't wanna deal with somebody else. Is that the opposite with you? You enjoy the no, no, that's interesting. Uh, no, I think if I could go back to I was 18, yeah, I would get my hand at stand up. I'd, I'd try that. You're I, th I think that not because I'm funny, because I think I'm hilarious. No, <laughs> because I think comedians now and rappers are the closest to the epicenter of art that we have in our culture. Really? Why do you say that? Because they can reach now the way it is it's like information changes so quickly mm -hmm. so songs get old show gets old a movie's dated so quickly but you can go right out tonight and dead new material and do just kill with it stuff it's always evolving day to day yeah. just as fast as information is where other genres aren't a, you can't get it out as quickly as oh, information and rappers kind of just get stuff out and they say stuff and it's like they kind of run the game and then uh, comedians you know, well, you guys are like... It's true, we get to get out there every night. And I find, look, I find like the the uh, political correct uh, meter is going back to our side. Yeah, so that's great. So on stage, we're allowed to push the envelope a little more. And so I feel like as a comic, there is the kind of like the last bastion of free speech. And I feel like actors and, mus and some musicians are held to a higher standard. Did you see what happened with Blake Lively? Uh, no, I saw you mention it today, but I didn't okay. exactly hear. I didn't have time to go into She it. took a picture in, in, on her Instagram. One half of this picture is her facing, for, facing forward, the other half facing backward. Now, I never knew she had a, a little bit of junk in the trunk. Okay. But she and she just posted on the on Instagram, L.A. face and an Oakland booty. And mm -hmm. people were calling her racist all day. First of all, it's a quote from a Sir Mix-a-Lot. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a Sir Mix-a-Lot. for the Oakland booty. Yeah. And all he's saying is, I this is what I like in a woman. Mm -hmm. I like this type of face and a big fat ass. Right. People were accusing her of appropriating culture and shit like that. Look, I, are we so sensitive that that isn't fucking... But if if a comic had said that, I don't think it's no. as big of a deal. No, it's not. it's not. You're right. I guess that's what I admire about it. You guys get to push the envelope. Um, oh, well, he's in, doing a set. Yeah. It's the last bastion of... Who cares? But Because if you come out and you say something controversial and you're not fucking uh, Bradley Cooper... Or somebody, Leonardo DiCaprio, who can take a stand and no matter what, people are still going to fucking hire him. 
as an actor, right? You have to worry about what studios and networks think, and is that going to affect advertising and all that shit, right? Yeah, but you know, it's it's fun. It's just like everyone, everyone. I'm a, slowly evolving to just a mean old man. Get off my yard! <laughs> have you started it, shaking it, your it fist just, yet? It just gets to the point where you're like, just just uh, a point where it's like, well, less and less people are going to be able to help me. I'm, I'll be dead before you know it. Yeah. So fuck you. You know, when you're on your 22, you're like, don't offend anyone. Yeah. Let's all see what, keep all options open. And the more age is closing the doors, the more I'm like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I like I like saying fuck you to people. Yeah. I also like, and I, I talked about this earlier, I also like taunting people into arguments online. That, that has become a favorite pastime. You're good at it. I fucking love it. I like, I like it when you do it too. <laughs> because the truth of the matter is, dude, is that I'm barely paying attention. It's, I learned it from having three older brothers. The art of torturing somebody. You just, I mean, I don't really even pay attention. I'm like, oh, he's super angry. I'll send this back. And I put my phone back. And two hours later, I'm like, oh, I wonder what that fucking psycho in Arkansas said. 50 of them. He's uh, written you back 50 times oh, and that it's dude? all dumb. Oh, my God. He's insane. But I love that shit. It's the one small poke. Well, you know that I, I have three older brothers. and we. Mm -hmm. I love that, too. And I've occasionally done it. But I, I always just like, why? Why? It's the Abraham Lincoln. Why argue with someone yeah. stupid? You'll just look stupid for being near them. Well, I find that arguing with somebody stupid... And you do. Stupid, you look stupid. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Listen, I find for me, arguing with somebody stupid makes me look smarter. Because when I argue with someone smart, I'm the stupid one. Right? Huh. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want to be the stupid one in the argument. I'd There's rather be the smart one. Plenty of idiots. Uh, yeah, like in this conversation uh, now, I feel pretty good about myself. Uh, <laughs> Dude. So Quantico... The funny thing is, we're talking before the show. I'm like, Segway, he calls me dumb and then goes, oh, but Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> this was my favorite. You know, guys, you know how much research I do about my guests before they come on. I, I just do a little bit to touch up on. So I was pretty happy. I had heard rumor that Quantico was coming back, and I congratulated. First of all, we should say we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't know how many years, but so it's not like yeah. you felt the need to do a shit ton of no. you know, looking back, but you. I just did a little. Yeah. I did. I, first of all, 57 things on your IMDb page. That's. 57? Did you know that? No. That's pretty. Would you have guessed higher or lower than that? I have no fucking idea of what, what is high nor low. I know. No, would you have guessed? I, I just know from the scroll. Yeah. It's pretty long. It's pretty fucking yeah. long. Do you ever, <laughs> when you're not feeling good about yourself, do you ever scroll back and go, just back. let's take a look. Let's this scroll. Oh, yeah. I'm still going. <laughs> is there, still going. Somebody wanted me to ask you, um, is there a role that you were close to that you didn't get that would have like it was like you and two or other guys that would have been a fucking game changer for you yeah there's always for every actor there is and what's yours i mean there's been lots <laughs> <laughs> you know but it, for different ways and different things but the one that would jump out that would be that that story would be jerry Maguire for the jerry o'connell part where the quarterback oh yeah because i was brand new I was living in New York, and I went out for that just on tape. Yeah. And with this small little agency, but you know, I wasn't, I was brand new. And then uh, they wanted to uh, fly, they flew me out here to test with Tom Cruise. So you tested with Tom Cruise? Yeah. And did you? So. It, it, was he wearing his what's heels What's the dude's or not? name that made the, made the movie with uh, Cameron? Cameron Crowe. Crowe. Crow. 
Was Tom Cruise wearing his heels in the audition or no? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> okay. So no. he was a flat 5'4". Yeah. Okay, good. All right, good. Good to know. <laughs> no, I get into the room with them and they're like, you know, I've, I I know this thing back and forwards, you know, this the lines because I'm like t 23 years old and I could say them in my sleep. And you, at 23, 24, you were handsome as fuck. <laughs> I mean, you're what like, do you mean now? It's I, even it's crazy. It's like next twenty four. Yeah. You, you're next level good looking. I try to you know dumb it down so Tom would <laughs> like. I can't have him in my movie. I can't no. stand next to this guy. <laughs> um, so they're like, listen, when Tom comes in, don't sweat it. Some people kind of freak out. Yeah, like and just is this freeze Cameron Crowe telling you? Yeah, that? okay. Some people just kind of freeze up. I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. do the Cindy Brady? You know, like freeze it. Staring, yeah. You know, so I go, oh, so I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. He comes in, and it is pretty cool seeing Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. He's like, hey, how you doing, man? What's he wearing? I can't remember that. Yes, you can. Yeah, I'm straight. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I, by the way, I'm straight. I would have remembered what, he, what the man was wearing. That's not how my mind works. No? Mm -mm. How does ass look? Real good. Okay. Um, it, so he, he comes in, and he's like, hey, and blah, blah, where are you from? I'm like, Kentucky. He goes, oh, you're Kentucky boy. And I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I, I uh, spent some time in Kentucky. And I knew it, but I was trying to Why did he spend some time in Kentucky? He went to high school there for a, for a while. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if he claims Kentucky or New Jersey. I don't know, but we claim him a he lot. He claims outer space. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, if you want to know where he claims, he claims somewhere above us. Right. Okay. Well, so I knew it, and I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, great, cool, great. They are, we're going we're gonna to say this, we're, do the lines. Okay, all right, okay. And say the first thing is like, oh, so you're a quarterback. And I'm like, yep, I'm the quarterback. So let's say that's the first okay. thing. And he goes, they go, we're just going to say him first. Not really acting, just say him. And uh, they Why? Say, but why is that? Why they is just want to run through him. Just kind of like, all right, let's say the lines. And then we'll to get nerves up, out and all that shit. Warm it up yeah, and then okay. we'll do it again. And he goes like, you know, so you're the quarterback. Yeah. And I was like, that was Mav's voice. Maverick. I mean, it, it was, yeah. 30, 30 years ago yesterday, it came out. I know, I jerked really? off, jerked off no. to it yesterday. And I froze. <laughs> In the warm-up? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. I go, I go, that was Mav's voice. That was so awesome. Oh, my God. Hold on. Can, are we doing it? Really? <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs> Uh, you froze on the warm-up. Yeah. Did they even have you read it a second time? They kicked me out. No. Yeah, we did it a lot. We, I stayed and talked, and I mean, it was one of those things. Then I had to go back to New York. Why Later. did you? Why were you in New York? That's where I went first. To, uh, did you because of did you want to get on stage or did you want to? I did. I did stage first, but I, uh, I don't know. It just seemed like the the better move for me, straight from Kentucky to New York. I. It met some people there. I didn't right. know anyone in LA, so. And and when you got to New York, well, first of all, how quick after the audition did you know you didn't get it? Mm. I, I can't remember the mo the moment of. I mean, it, it took weeks. Right. You know, and later I saw the casting director, and she said they loved you. You know, if you were out here, not that I would have gotten it or whatever. Right. Jerry was great, but it would have been a different. They they had people come in six times, you right. know, like because they wanted you, to be sure. You you know what I don't think people quite outside of the business understand is sometimes also, it really doesn't matter 
if you are the better actor. Isn't that true? Like sometimes it could be like, you know what? I kind of like the way he looks standing next to Tom more than him. Or well, that's it's a million factors. That's why you can't ever. There's a lot better actors than me that have quit because they can't handle rejection. And I'm like, who knows why I didn't get it next? Right. Really? Is it? How, but how how long did it take you to to learn that skill? I have that skill also, but I make casting directors uncomfortable it, uh, because. I'll say to them in the room, am I getting a call back? I don't want to think about it again when I come out. And they'll be like, what? I'm like, listen, just tell me. I'm a big boy, but am I getting a call back? Because I don't want to have to pester my agent. Just tell me right now. And they fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah. Because I just want to know. That's great. I'm going to do that. But Thank you, you. It doesn't hurt me. I keep telling them. And there are some people who know now that it's that doesn't hurt my feelings. Uh, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I would rather know right now because if I'm getting a call back, I'm going to go work on it some more. If I'm not getting a call back, I'm going to move I'm gonna on. forget it. I'm going to fucking move on yeah. to the next thing. So, I do have a friend that was, just finished the last line and said, and that's the way it's going to be. Scene. I didn't get it, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, talk about an insecure actor. <laughs> that's great. What is your big, the audition? I'm, I'm asking a bunch of questions that people ask me on Facebook. Can you think of your most memorable audition where you, where you outside of where you fucked it up the most or did the best? I don't know about doing the best. Um, I accidentally I know farted an audition once. It was a. Did you get it? I, I did not. <laughs> she said something funny. It's something funny, and I laughed. And when I laughed, I pushed out, <laughs> and I just was like, <laughs> and she just looked at me like. Did you fart? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and she said, yeah, this was the best question. Because you know when you laugh like that, it's unexpected. This was the best question anyone has asked me. She goes, she goes, did you fart? I go, yeah. She goes, anything else come out? I go, no. She goes, okay, you ready to move on? I go, I am ready, yes. <laughs> what a cool casting director. Oh, because I think she was basically giving me the okay if anything else came out to go take care of it and come back. But you never know that casting directors that might be just something that happens all the time we don't know and they're like i had a farter today really i had two <laughs> farters yeah that's cool i think massage therapists <laughs> yeah. are like yes have you have you that's the worst when you get so relaxed you kind of nod off and you just hear like a you're like oh no i'm so sorry about that sorry it's my trumpet <laughs> yeah. that means it's it's like in japan when you like your meal <laughs> You're supposed to fart, I think. <laughs> it's a sign of respect. Yeah, the, that massage is so good. You lulled me into a fart. <laughs> that it was like I stunk up a place that I. It was like a st. And the line, the woman excused herself. She said, "I'm going to give the room ten minutes." I'm like, "It's not going to help." So you're a chronic farter. Not chronic, auditions. but I've done it when I get relaxed. If I've been holding it in. If I get relaxed, there's nothing to hold it in anymore. There's no, you know, there's no mental. So like once you start feeling comfortable in an audition, you're just, you will fart? No, because I'm never that comfortable <laughs> in an audition. But she made me laugh. So I was hold. I had, sometimes when I get anxious, I get gas. So mm. a lot of times I'm holding it in. But I fart on stage all the time. 
But do you be like, do you put the microphone down and be like, no, that's, I've tried that one time. And people are like, that's yeah, gross. Uh, you basically hit 10% of the crowd who likes it. Mm -hmm. Because 10% of the crowd are like you and I. The lowest 10. The lowest 10. <laughs> yeah. The lowest <laughs> fart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show should be fart. <laughs> By the way, I'm on board for those yeah, people. Yeah, me too. I'm me super too. happy oh, they come oh, to my yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the people are like, mm, probably could have done. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you think about a joke? I can fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't come to the show to s for you to do something and I can do it at my house. That was, by the way, that was always my um, attitude towards hand jobs. Like, listen, how about you do something I can't do? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty good at that. You can't be. You are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank at you. least you used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. So tell me your worst audition. Worst. Do you um, know what you were auditioning for? Yeah. I, I, this uh, six feet under. I loved that show. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> was um, it? Was it? Was it down you, with Jill Soloway? With Jill? Who? Jill create. I believe Jill was one of the writers and creators on Six Feet Under. I forget the main. Writing creator, he's uh, the guy from American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Tom Mendelson. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and Alan um, Black. Alan Ball. Ball. Alan Ball. Yeah. Alan Ball. I think Jill wrote on mm. Six Feet Under. Okay. okay. So I actually woke up that day and well, like I'd already gone through the first round. They were having a bunch of actors come in and read with each other because Is this it, because it was a family. Right? Pre, so it hadn't been cast yet. Mm -mm, okay. No, it was to, to Peter Krause mm -hmm. part. That was me. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I think it went to the right guy. <laughs> yeah, he did was, pretty well. It was, they were awesome. Yeah. So they had a bunch of us come in because it's a family. So they wanted to read different people with different people to see the chemistry and yeah. whatnot. And I did. I woke up that day and I had a big fever. I did not feel well. Face closed up. Like, oh, man, how the fuck am I going to do this? Right. You, you, don't, you don't get sick days on auditions. And so I took like, I was like planned it out. I took like anti-fever or whatever and a cold thing and just tried to, you know, plan it out. And this will work for four hours and I'll get there. And then, right. okay. And, and I got there and I was like, all right, I'm, I feel pretty good. Let's do this, you know. And then we sat there for two hours. Oh. Everybody came and then other, you know, and then. And it started wearing off. <laughs> and then I started sweating. And then I was like, maybe I'm breaking the fever. That'd be good. I yeah. Know, but I'm sweating a lot. Mm. And then they find, like, you four in the room. I go in and I just, now I'm just, all I can think about is how much I'm sweating. I'm, I'm sweating through clothes. Which is making you sweat more. Way more. Yeah. And I'm doing the audition with no intention behind it, saying the words and in my head going, man, I'm sweating. <laughs> that is a lot of sweat. Josh, you need to step outside? No, this is a character choice. My character <laughs> sweats my character a lot. Sweat. And I can do that. I can cry, <laughs> fart, sweat. Sweat. Yeah, a lot of people Not a lot can. of actors can yeah, sweat. Yeah, huh? I can yeah, sweat. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Look at my <laughs> skill, special skills at the bottom. Sweaty guy. And it, I wanted to run, jump out the window. It was like, I've, I've humiliated myself. Right. And I didn't get it. I, I, in the last four or five years, and I have an alter ego on stage that I call Sweaty Guy. 
And for whatever reason, in the last four or five years, sweaty guy, it's why I only wear black on stage. People ask me all the time, you you think you're Johnny Cage? No, no, no. It's because I'm a fucking disgusting, sweaty fuck. And sweaty guy attacks me anytime I go on stage. It's really been like a fucking a little, a, some, after some shows, I'm, I walk into the green room livid fucking just livid and, and, and i'm like why am i mad that i'm sweating but i'm so mad because it just kind of sprung out of nowhere and at times like even on auditions i gotta wear black because i don't that's me exactly i'm i am sweaty guy you do sweaty guy too. i am so when i if, if i was calling that really sweaty yeah that's a lot of sweat because i'm i'm sweaty guy anyway face I, sweaty guy I, I, once that starts coming like you know but like 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 patrick ewing sweaty Yes. Oh. Yes. I'm just like Ugh. the shack of auditions. Out, when I yeah, when I work out, yeah. it's like I jumped in a pool. But I guess when I get some anxiety or whatever, and once you get that anxiety, uh. then it's faucet is on. Yeah. And so I do the same thing. I wear white or black. Something breathes well. Yeah. Some of the uh, white. I haven't tried white. And, yeah, you can't really tell. I mean, unless you sweat a lot right. on your nipple show but i mean how, how just a little nipples? bit of... would, you, would you consider yourself to have big nipples or small nipples i'd call them sensitive <laughs> um <laughs> i have a meatier nipple than i would like oh i i'm just i'm in the good range I are you in the good nipple, range yeah yeah mine's a little not the not the part that sticks out but like the the areola ish part mm -hmm. it's a little meatier than i would want it to be I don't know why. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's not great. Beth doesn't mind it. She only said something one yeah, time. That's what she says. She said it one time. She'd be like, if I could do anything, <laughs> if I could change anything, it'd be his areola. Yeah, I would trim up his areola. Mm -hmm. I would just knock it down, give it half of the fucking area that it has right now. It probably takes up. It's just, and it's not like it's that like pancakey. It's just a little, it's a meatier than I would want it to be. This is going to be in the description of, of the episode, isn't it? Meaty, meaty nipples. <laughs> Josh, Josh and Josh, Josh talk nipples. Men nipples. Josh's nipples. His meaty nipples. Because you've never heard the term meaty nipples before, have you? Meaty, sweaty nipples. Do you, do, do, I don't think I've ever told you. There was one time I was, there was this girl that I dated and um, I was kissing her boobs and one of the, I pulled back and I thought there was a hair in my mouth. I thought I had got a little bit of my own hair in my mouth. So I go to pull it, and it was attached to her. Ow. It was a long black one. And I go, oh. And she goes, I keep that there. I know her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said, I keep that there. I go, why? She goes, I think it adds character. I'm like, no. Uh, not, really? Not unless the, you want the character to be alone, <laughs> because I'm leaving. Like, it was a, I don't want to say it was a, because there aren't, I, I, there aren't a whole lot of deal breakers for me. It but adds character? That's one the, long? One like, long. I have a long hair that grows out of my eyebrow here, yeah, right? everyone does. Well, I, you get old. Beth hates it, but I keep it. And when we lay in bed together, I play with it. Uh-huh. She fucking, she's like, I'm going to cut that. I go, how do you know that's not the secret to, like, what if you pull it and I die? What if it's attached to my brain? Wow. And you pull it and it's like my life source and you fucking pull it when I'm sleeping and I die. Let's see once and for all. Yeah, she was like, I'm willing right to take Let's that. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Let's do it on, on air right well, now. Yeah, you good. want ratings? You want ratings? <laughs> Die right here, bro. I... Wow, that was a good little... You know that voice that was? That was from the Warriors. Did you ever see that movie? Play, yeah. You watched that movie? Come out and play. Warriors is the movie I've seen more than any movie. Really? It's weird, I've right? I've seen it like once a long time ago, but come out and play. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. What movie do you think you've seen more than any other movie? Was there a movie as a kid that you sat down and you were like, I'm going to fucking watch this until they don't let me watch it anymore? I mean, uh... Was there a movie that your parents... I remember my... Was there a movie your parents took you to that you would look back and you're like... Because there was no PG-13. It was PG or R. Right. Was there... Can you remember that first movie where you're like, oh, shit, that's a tit? Uh, no, I remember going too early to see Jaws. Oh, that scared the shit out of you? Yeah, and I like sat in the theater with my feet up Yeah, because I couldn't dangle them. Like, in the, you know, it was too early. I don't yeah. know how they did that to me, but I would also say that's probably one of the movies I've seen the most. Jaws? Every time it's on, I can't, I can't turn it off. Mr. Hoopa! Yeah. Uh, that's a, there are like a couple you're movies. You're on the USS Indianapolis? Uh, Mr. Hoopa. <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. buddy. I, I, you, you should do, do you do voiceover stuff? No. You know, those guys make a ton of fucking money. I know, but what do you do? Go, okay, here's uh, the guy from uh, Jaws. Mr. Hooba! No, but if you do cartoons, you can just make up voices for whoever the fuck. You have never been out for cartoon auditions? Mm-mm. I, I have friends. You know that place, Mount Olympus, when you drive up uh, Laurel Canyon? That place off to the right that says Mount Olympus? You ever seen it? Yeah. You never been, ever been out there? No. Because they don't let you up there because you don't have eight gazillion dollars. And I, I know a couple people with houses up there built just on cartoon voiceovers. Really? How did you? I know I've tried it, but I'm a terrible actor. Mm. I find that I don't do well with other people's words. I'm like, man, I'm going to change that. Well, that's it. why you're doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing your, but, but I admire that. You are like, you're Prince. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You're Prince because you are. You're making the song, you're doing the song, you're mm -hmm. producing the song, you know, like... You're Michael Jackson. <laughs> you... no, no, I mean, but, you know, like, other people write the songs for right. them. It's like, you're Woody Allen. I don't... I, I am a staunch hater of that motherfucker. Well, you are at least doing your own thing yeah. and controlling your own art and presenting it as you want. True. I haven't I'm... married my daughter yet. <laughs> well... Still time, though. Yeah. Still time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you be in a Woody Allen movie? Yeah. See, I, I would draw the line there. I, I, I can't understand why that guy gets a fucking pass. I, I, don't, I, I just would be in... In the would, movie. It would benefit me right. more than I would give a shit about... I don't know right. everything, and yep. I'm not here to... Judge. Yeah. And it's work. Yeah. And, there's a certain... and it's a Woody Allen movie. Yeah. And you, and you can compartmentalize it. See, yeah. and by the way... I would say something else. Like for me, I don't know if a Woody Allen for me movie would be would do that much, especially at this point in time in my life. But I wouldn't mind telling him. I because you know what you know why it resonates. So you would tell him no. Yeah, you know why it resonates so hard with me. I have a stepdaughter. I have a daughter that we that that isn't mine biologically that I fucking raised, and to. Okay, think. you're right. Now I wouldn't. Do you I know what I mean? thought about it. To think that he, it, it doesn't. And by the way, if he had but somehow been either punished or Hollywood had been like, fuck you, dude. But to have zero consequences and to have him continually just get a pass is. Now, I've heard some people say, is it white privilege that Cosby got in busted in two different cases Cosby's over 40 women and by the way Cosby got a pass for many years until they unsealed some documents 
So it's not like it's. That was the weirdest thing. How that came to be, dude. Like, because a judge basically was like, you know, those documents I said I was going to seal. I don't like this, dude. I'm going to unseal them. And people were like, oh, what? So, you know, there's, uh, I think Woody Allen, I think there's some di- sealed documents with that dude, dude. He, he had to go to court, I think, and testify. But that's my thing, dude. It's like, for me, it hits home so hard that I I just need, I'm all for people getting second chances. I all, I'm all for people uh, doing their time or penance or whatever. That's why when people are like, fuck Mike Vick. He should never play it again. No, he did his time. Yeah, dude, I agree with that. Dude did his fucking time. I'm an animal lover. Dog lover. Me too. It infuriated me. Me too. But he... It's yeah. the justice system. He did his time. Yeah, yeah. He did it. Right? And, by the way, he didn't do easy time. Mm-mm. He didn't... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't do Martha Stewart time. Mm-mm. He did fucking time. Mm-hmm. So when he comes out, if he still has the skill set in his, posi- in his uh, profession, he gets to work. Yes. So I would say the same thing with Woody Allen. If, but he didn't go through due process. Nothing. Nothing. Because he had money and he bullied his own fucking family and he was a scumbag. And for him, you know, I know he said, well. I really don't know the whole story here. <laughs> okay. All you need to know is that he married his stepdaughter. Yeah. yeah. And think about this. They be- seem happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what? They have a lovely home. They really do. I, I Okay. I have a couple of the questions off my brain that people ask online, and then I'm going to get into some stuff that I don't know about you. This is a question I know you've been asked a zillion times. What do you like more, comedy or drama? <laughs> I don't know. I like depends on the work. I like what's written best. Can you? I'll uh, tell you this for television, because especially for network television, mm-hmm. that they have to complete very quickly, and it's just. The writing can suffer because of it. Because yeah. it has to turn around every week. Yeah, and it's quick, and it's a business, and you got to sell, you know, detergent, right. and it's just what it is. Um, you like movies more than TV? I like TV money and movie experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm assuming at the upper echelon, movie money is. Yeah, for, out of the world for five people. Five right for yeah. five people. Yeah. And for everybody else, it's not... Yeah, if I get cast in a cool fucking movie, I'm not making anything. Because, well, do you want to be in this movie or not? Right. Yes. Well, you'll work for the what we fucking tell you. Right. I go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right what I was going to say. Okay, yeah. I'll do it. But so, but, but so, as far as comedy, you think comedy is easier, not easier, but because you can spend more time with it, it's better in the movies? No, not movie, on TV. On TV. On T- no, no, on network on TV. Network. I think yeah. comedies are usually better than the dramas, mostly. Um, and those can suffer too, you know. But your lifestyle as an actor is so much easier doing a comedy rather than a drama for network television. Right. The hours-wise. What yes. kind of hours you put in for Quantico? Long shitty hours and i was in montreal and through the winter and i was miserable right brothers and sisters brothers and sisters you put in hours yeah it's like sometimes 14 16 hour days oh yeah for sure not sometimes mostly and that five days a week yeah and now again i don't want people he knows he's not laying cement and he understands that right yeah i just yeah i don't have black lung i get it it's still a long tedious day right that someone's gonna be like they're Syrian refugees, yeah. and you're complaining about work. Shut up. 
I always tell people you can't compare sucks. Yeah. Because in your life, that's what sucks. But if I have to qualify that every time, like, um, I realize that I'm very blessed right. and everything, and everything, but it really sucked when I broke my arm. Right. But I realize that I have healthcare and there's this, you know, and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I hate worse than that? It's uh. people like, yeah, I just gave, you know, um, I'm really supporting this dog shelter. I really just want everyone to come out. And they're like, you hate cats. Yeah. Fuck you. I tell people all the time, just because I'm pro something doesn't mean I'm anti something else. And just be, I also, this is super important to me. I Look, just because you're not invited just because you weren't included doesn't mean you were excluded. <laughs> yeah, great point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just, look, I, and by the way, I don't want to be included in everything. Please exclude me from some more shit. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. More, more stuff I'd like to be excluded from. Yeah. Than included. But 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 it's but that is true. People are very testy, and they make it. You know, I took a picture. Uh, this was when Beth was getting a lease for Alexis. We don't have top-of-the-line Lexus. I know it's not a Toyota Tercel, but it's not a fucking Rolls-Royce. It's a $40,000 car. It's not incredibly fancy. It's not the worst car in the world. I posted it, and people were like, you just sitting there in fucking L.A. bragging about the car? And I, and I and me, because I don't hold back, I was like, fuck Attack. you. Yeah. Because first of all, also, I won't apologize for working hard and getting the fruits of my labor now my job is different than your job when you were whatever it is like if you are you work some people's jobs no matter how hard they work there's a ceiling monetarily i understand that that's not my fault i, I, I that's not my fault and i lived off of eleven hundred dollars a month and lived in one bedroom with three kids in a saint bernard for years I'm not going to apologize. I've been on the other end. I'm not the richest person in the world right now, and I'm not the poorest, but I don't know why you should ever have to apologize for where you are in life. And especially if you get into any anything in this business, your chances are you'll always be poor. Yes. I mean, it gets lucky to get anything. Yes. Anything is lucky. So you've already made the decision that I can... Just yeah. be happy and poor, but why not be happy? You, yeah, but you also make the decision, like, for everybody, like, who who they see, well, that dude's fucking 45, he just came out of nowhere, and he will, all right. But for every one of 45-year-old dude you see who's successful, there's 10,000 45-year-old guys still in this town waiting tables, just waiting for that one, do you know what I mean? That, that are really fucking talented. Really good, really good. Really talented. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> by the way, some... I I feel so lucky, right, to get any work at all. But on hour eighteen, I want I fucking want to go home. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, is my complaining? Am no, I, should I, I just so. sit there and be like, I'm just. I hope this lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I'm with you, and, and that's what I said. Like you can't compare sucks. All you can do is live your life. And so the thing that sucks the worst in your life is going to suck for you. Does that make sense? Like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So that, you know, my, and Scott, my cousin, he used to talk about that too. He's like, listen, I'm, when he was on Party of Five, Party of Five and shit, he was like, I'm super Party of Five. Party yeah. of Five. <laughs> I told the show, I told the story last podcast of how he was constipated and got the shit out of his asshole with the nail clippers. <laughs> oh, Yeah. 
Yeah, he okay. Moving on. He texted me. He was not. <laughs> That's already done a podcast. He was not happy. Not happy. <laughs> he was like, "Oh wait, I'll like, come on there and tell you." I'm like, "Okay." Um, but uh, but he used to say, "I love my job," but fuck. Sometimes I get here at six a.m. and I leave at fucking midnight. Yeah, and it's a like, lot. Yeah, and that's blessed to have it, but doesn't mean I'm not like I'm yeah. fucking tired. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, you're complaining about your shut up. What would be at this point your ideal job? Would you want to do sitcom? Have you ever done sitcom? Uh, I've never been a regular on a multicam sitcom. Right. You know, Never. Yeah, just single cam sitcoms. And but I've done pilots for them and stuff. And that that would be pretty great if you were on it's a good hours, right? It's it's perfect schedule, right? That schedule? Yeah. You know it would be perfect well to You're be, a huge sports like, guy too. To be on like Veep. Ah, oh, so funny. That is the funniest show. You know, something that like that that just gives you a lot of, they give you a lot of time to do it and they do it you know it's like yeah. that would be it's something cable would be what i'd want to do next be, do you are you seen you're one of the very rare guys though because look my cousin i use an example scott's a funny dude doesn't get a chance to ever do comedy you're one of the rare people that has a chance to go back and forth why because most people don't get that shot why is that you think I have to, just pigeonholing this town just wants to make you what you are. But I swear, like before, I did a lot of drama before, like, uh, I did some comedy, but before Cougar Town. Right. And I remember when going in there, like, mm, we might not want to see him. It's a comedy. Right. He's more of a drama guy. I do six years of that. As soon as I get out and start pounding the pavement, they're like, this is a drama. He's more of a comedy. I'm like, is that what? true? Yeah. It's funny that the people in this town are supposed to be the most creative are the fucking least. Yeah. What age did you start getting into acting? And in high school, were you more of an athlete or a theater guy? Uh, I was definitely more of an athlete, but I used that as theater. Like, that was sort of a way to perform and do stuff. But also, I would I was the guy that got up in front of the whole school to do the morning announcements, but would make jokes with it. Right. Like, make it a, you know, like, I definitely had that bug and just did everything I could. I never did, like, in high school, like the plays per se, I did in junior high, but the plays because you, you had to pick one, mm -hmm. sports or drama. But where'd you go to college? I went to Auburn in Alabama. And did you do theater there? <laughs> uh, no, I joined the theater program early on, and then I realized you have to do like stay for a weekend and sell tickets if you're, you know. And I was like, mm, I'll do a different major and take all those <laughs> yeah. classes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, did you do any plays in college? No. And okay, so but you still had the acting bug. Yeah. And, what, and you, you were your parents? Uh, were they okay with it, or did they want you to get like a job? I mean, my parents are normal parents. Right. You know, they. The best thing about my parents is they were scared to death and still supported me. That's really important. Yeah. I, I, you know, as someone who had... And they're so proud now. You know what I mean? They're so happy. What was the happy. first thing... I remember the first thing that I did where it kind of sunk into my mom and dad. They were like, oh, yeah, he's doing it. Do you remember? Can you remember the first thing? Like of, like that phone call from your mom and dad where you, were, where you were like, oh, they know that this is like what I'm doing. Well, I mean, as soon as I just did... Like I did a commercial... Mm -hmm. That would always play during the Notre Dame football games for like champion sportswear. And we didn't even talk. It was just me and a bunch of 
really great looking people playing tag football in slow motion. It was great. That sound, do you have a, is that on YouTube? Uh, as long as it's in slow you know motion. Who, it was like six of us, and one was Amanda Pete. Really? One was Josh Lucas. Uh-huh. Know, um, oh, yeah, I know Josh Lucas. Yeah, there was, it was a You, Amanda Pete, and Josh Lucas? In a commercial. A slow mo of just wonderful looking people having a good time. And so my parents, yeah, everyone then was like, oh, he's doing it. Because I used to, every time I'd go back home to Kentucky, you know, they'd be like, are you still trying to act? I hate you know, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, people are like, I, even friends I went to college with, even now are like, you still doing that comedy thing? Oh, you mean my fucking job? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still plugging along, mm-hmm. still doing that. Co- I remember for my dad, there were two things for my parents. My parents still read the paper, so when my book got reviewed in the New York Times, that was a huge deal for them. That's pretty fucking cool. Right now, I mean, that, and I got nothing like that. Them seeing me at Radio City Music Hall, I opened for Chels, and obviously, like, not my show, but just being on that stage. Because for them, they come from a generation where that's a fucking big deal. That mm. theater, right? And um, it was a kind of emotional for my dad. I, you know, I don't know about you. Your dad an emotional dude? Uh, the older he gets, yeah, the more that, emotional he is. Yeah. That's happened. For my, but mm. my dad got a little emotional when he told me he was proud of me. And I was like, oh, fuck, are we going to cry right now? Stop. Are we going to cry together, <laughs> Dad, Tom come on, come on. <laughs> well, uh, uh, as he got older, because he says, I love you more and all that shit. Um, your dad, politician. He was. Was a politician. Uh, what was that like? So did you have to be extra careful growing up? Right? Did he say, listen, you can't fucking... I never really said, like, don't be... I was a good kid. I was a pretty good kid. Also, I was the youngest by a lot. My sisters were 14 and 12 when I was born. I was a huge mistake. Yeah. What age did you realize that? (laughs) What age age did you realize you were like, well, maybe I wasn't... Hold on, do some math. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had to be like 12 or 13 Where you to were figure like, it out. Like, oh. hold on. <laughs> I don't see anyone else planning their family like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the question? The question was, as with your dad as a politician, did he ever say to oh, you? Oh, yeah. Think? But so I was a good kid. and But th- I, they were like, by the time I came, they, they didn't parent anymore. They didn't give a fuck what I did. They didn't even pay attention. Like, grades came. They didn't know. They're doing shit and yeah. busy. And... I, uh, they would never, they'd forget to give me a curfew. They just never would. Me too. And I always came in because my friends had curfews and what am I supposed to fucking do? Just sit out alone like, fuck yeah, I'm a rebel. <laughs> you know? I'm going to sit in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. I'm not home. So I was <laughs> luckily a pretty good kid. I never really got in trouble. You know, the same thing happened to me. My parents, three older brothers, and by the time they got to me, they were like, we're tired. So don't die. Um, and if you make us give you rules, we will, but we're going to trust that you will behave. You know what I hate? Just kind of, I hate it when you can tell people when they're, they're like, what you're like as a kid, and like, oh, I was awful. Yeah. And you know, there weren't, and they're like, I just got in and out of trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like, do you wish you were awful? Yeah. Or Did were you, you really? Awful? Yeah. Did you really? I finished the chips and I would put them back in the <laughs> cupboard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, it's different what people think are awful because I bet look did you drink in high school Mm-mm. what I didn't I didn't drink till I got to school to college in Auburn it's like mandatory isn't there a class yeah it, wait you didn't drink Mm-mm. 
How was it also going from SEC basketball country to a different SEC school? Did you root for Kentucky when you were at Auburn? Yes. When Kentucky came to Auburn to play Auburn, you rooted for Kentucky? Yes. Even in football? Hmm. No, here's the thing about that. It'd be like when they played, usually Kentucky was awful. Right. And Auburn had a chance to at those times like Yeah, who was playing win at all? Who was playing for Auburn when you were there? Oh, I don't know. They they nobody really went huge. I forget the quarterback's name, but they we were ranked two and three and right. could have won a national championship. Right. And I was like, wow, that, that sure would be fun. <laughs> Rather than Kentucky going, you know, four and eight instead yeah. of three and you know, but like I went I went to a Kentucky game not I mean I guess it's been years but they won at Auburn I went to Auburn first time back in like 20 years yeah. for a Kentucky Auburn football game and it was unexpectedly cold so I bought all this Auburn gear that I wanted anyway I didn't yeah. have any more you know and I set up in the stands and Kentucky won and I kept like cheering and people were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry, I, I, have a, I have Kentucky underneath all of the Auburn. It's yeah. a, and I love Auburn. I love, you know, but when you grow up, I, I grew up crying at games, you know, five, six, Kentucky seven, games. eight years old. It's just in you. So when I can't just put that aside, like, well, now I go to Auburn. I've been here for two months. Yeah. No, it's something far different. Well, Kentucky basketball, and by the way, I say that to people all the time where they're like, so you live in L.A., you're a Dodgers fan, right? No, I still fucking hell, hate L.A. sports. I'm from Massachusetts. I like Boston teams. Yes, you do. We do not like Los Angeles teams. I, I, wor I wish for the worst of every Los Angeles team down to fucking UCLA and USC. I hope they all shit the bed and eat a dick every fucking year. Not just shit the bed and not just eat a dick. I would like them to do both. Okay. Shit the bed and then eat a dick. Oh, Fork yeah. and knife style. Like that, but the Kentucky basketball. Do you, can you? What do you think? Because to me, that might be up there with Alabama football as far as fandom. Do you think there's anything close to Kentucky basketball? Because I was just there talking to Kentucky people. I was in Lexington. They don't fuck around. They don't even like jokes mm -mm. about the. They don't mm -mm. like jokes about Calipari. Yeah. They don't like jokes. Mm -mm. Is there anything close to it? You think? I mean, Alabama football is obviously close. I mean, I think a lot of the Boston stuff has to be close. I think it's when, when you are in a place, you grow up in a place that you feel is maligned. Yeah. You all get together. I mean, when you hear Kentucky talked about, it's usually about fucking your cousin or something, you know, mm -hmm. and he'll, you know, Billy stuff or whatever, moonshine. Right. But for those months of college basketball, people are like, Dum dum dum, yeah. Kentucky. They think just an unbelievably athletic team that gets up and, and like just oh, so good. You have a just partial like, right now. Like just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to. <laughs> they they uh, just like during football season. You're like Alabama football. Just scared. Right. It's like Darth Vader's come in. You know, and, and and so we like that. We bond over that. Kentucky's kind of a weird state because the North. Thinks we're the South. The South thinks we're the North. It was a divided state during the the Civil War. Right. It, it it doesn't. It's not on the full East Coast. People think it's, you know, in the heart of America. People don't even know where it is. If you gave me a map, I would probably put it somewhere close to Tennessee. 
Good, good. Is that close? Yeah, we're right on top of Tennessee. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would put it somewhere. Yeah. Now, I don't know where I would put Tennessee. I think Tennessee is the long, thin one. Mm-hmm. If you had to fill out a map, could you fill out all 50 states? I could definitely not. Ma- yeah. If How? you gave me a, one of those puzzles where you learned, I could eventually get it all to no, fit. No, because the, you can look at the shapes. So well, yeah, is, I could just get it all to fit. That's a puzzle. Yeah, yeah I get I get how that works. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not new. I get that one. I never. I know North and South Dakota, but I never know East Dakota. Yeah, that's the tricky yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't Southwest Dakota. It's a tough <laughs> yeah. one. There's, listen, that whole, if you go from Ohio down and over a little bit to the West, I'd jumble up all of them. Mm, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Problems. I, I don't think, I don't think I could tell you right now where Nebraska is. I know it's there. I think I could probably Nebraska just because their football team. You know what you and I are going to do? Outside of this, we're going to get two empty maps, and we're just going to fill it in and see who does the best. Okay. I am not not confident that I will win, and I like to talk shit about a lot of things, but I'm so not confident. You might. You may very well. I, I can't imagine. I think I got New England. And I got the West Coast. Can we have a, can we have a list of the name of no, the states? No, no, that's the thing. You can't even have that. Because you and I are going to be singing the 50 Nifty United States yeah. song. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing it at the beginning. 50, I think I can get past Alabama, Alaska. That's it. Good job. <laughs> and now, <laughs> by the way, out of those two, I know, I know where Alaska is. Yeah. Alaska and Hawaii, easiest ones. Yes. Right? Because they are the most distinct. Mm-hmm. But anywhere, Alabama, is that on the East Coast? Well, that's where Auburn is located. I can, I can, I got you on that. Is one. it anything you have? Is it yeah, on I the East Coast? In, I lived in Alabama for. It's not years. on the East Coast, Aaron. Are you sure? There's no, no, no part of Alabama that touches water. Oh, there is. Yeah. So that's on the East Coast. It's in the Gulf of Mexico. Gulf. Oh. Oh, I would not get that one. That's so it's close to Louisiana. Louisiana, I got. Boom. Let's we're gonna figure this one out. We're All right, gonna, we're gonna figure All it right. out. I th- I think I I think that uh, let's give an over under number for you, and I'll give one for me. How many of the states out of the fifty? There are fifty. How many of the fifty you think over under you get right? What's your number? Thirty eight. That's a good one. Thanks. That's a. I was. Thanks. I want to go. I was gonna say for me. I'm going to go under 38 for me. Mm. All right. Okay. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Now, your dad, would he be unhappy that you could not name all 50 states, or is he aware of that? He couldn't. He couldn't? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What are you talking about? He's a, he couldn't do it. He's 82 years old. Well, yeah, but now. First of all, he'd tell you, no, I'm not doing that. That's what my dad used to When my dad, if I asked him if he could do something, mm. the, how I knew he couldn't do it is he'd be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Well, right. you can't you can't do it? Yeah. No, I don't have to prove myself. But if he could do it, he would always yeah, fucking do yeah. it. I'll show you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my dad, I still can't beat in golf. My dad I still can't beat in golf. And maybe every other game I can beat him in ping pong. And that dude's 77, 78, something like that. It's embarrassing. You any good at golf at all? Nope, don't don't golf. Ah, I, I made the decision not to golf at one point. Like, I'm not doing this. But what do you do then for competition? That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. You know, once you get to the point where you can't play ball, yeah. anymore, you're like, fuck. But you were a big basketball guy. You also, do you still coach those kids? I haven't in a few years, but I, about eight years I coached at the Y. Tell everybody what you were doing. 
Just uh, me and some friends coached at, at the Y, you know, the uh, couple different Ys, but um, nine through 11-year-olds. And, and so why did you do it? Just to feel like I was doing something for someone else, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's something I know and I thought I could also enjoy. But it was weird, though, because every year I was like the, always the coach that, so who's your son? Ooh, yeah. yeah, you're just here coaching kids. Weird, okay. Isn't that, it's too bad, right? If yeah, you were, in this day and time. Yeah. You're so aware of everything. You're like, way to go, Billy. I'm not going to touch you. five, way up. Yeah. I don't want to touch them anyway. They're just cesspools. They're just snot oh, coming out. They're like little fucking Petri dishes. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. I always said, because I, lo- I coached all of Jacob's baseball teams and stuff, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, I've never had more fun in my life than coaching baseball teams. I watched you. I came out and watched him pitch one time. I watched you oh, coach yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. I, it was yeah. my most, it was so much fun. The duck the water. You were great. You were great with all the kids. Your demeanor's perfect. Plus, you knew what you are doing, but you did, You know, you were good. I, I appreciate that. I also just- Pushed listen. a little too hard with your son, though, didn't you? Yes. He had talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That kid was good. Uh, he grows up to be six Four, yeah, and a cannon on him, and you just burnt him out. He dunked on me in my driveway. I tell you that. Ow! He hit his dick in my face. Ah! And he and I go, you're never gonna do that again. And he goes, well, I'll be able to dunk for the rest of my life. I go, no, I'll throw you down. Yeah, that's what I no, mean. No, I didn't say so, you won't be able to dunk. I'm you won't just be saying, able to dunk on me. On me. Yeah, you know what? I feel like I did. I I asked him not too long ago because I really wanted to know. I said, did I? Did, is it my fault that you quit baseball? Honestly, seriously, I can't imagine it was. Well, what he said was, uh, he he said you didn't push me too hard because there were kids that their parents made them play all year round. Right. And I was I'm a hundred percent against making your kids specialize in one sport when they're nine. Mm-hmm. It's like a terrible thing because I truly believe no matter what the sport is, there's only so many bullets in that gun. So if you're if at nine years old you're making them repeat the same motion over and over and over and over again all year round. It that, makes for great opening day pitches, though, from NBA players. Yes, it really and you does. You can't believe that they can't throw a baseball. Uh, the most athletic guys I've ever seen. And, and they, they hop can't. it four times. Way over here, too. They 50 cent it. It's like. That's a verb now? Yeah, 50, 50 cent, cent it. Yeah. He, yeah, but, but, but it also causes injuries. Like, if you're going to do that over and over and over again from 9 to 18, something your arm's going to yeah, fucking fall yeah, off. All day. Yeah. All day. But he said. Uh, it wasn't that, and I do take this. He goes, you didn't push me too hard because you gave me the option to play or didn't play, which is why when I said I wasn't going to play, you didn't make me play. But I knew how much you loved baseball, and I never thought I would ever be good enough. Wow. And that fucking was a dagger. Be- yeah, but I don't think, I mean, he, he, he gave him the opportunity. Yes. Just because you love something doesn't mean, and if he, he felt that way, it was probably really great intuitive thinking on 100%. his part at a very young age. And that shows, you know, he's probably very intelligent. This won't be my path. I'm not going to let him down this way. No, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. And it wasn't meant for him. But that doesn't mean you were like, you got to play and he burnt out. No, I didn't do that. You and can't you help know- what you love. That's what, but, but by the way, he took up and he played basketball, which I don't know much about, but I loved going. He wanted to do some things that I hadn't done. And so, look, he took up volleyball his senior year, and dude's got fucking, I don't know, half Jew, half Asian, where he got those ups. Because neither, 
Nobody would suspect. No. Neither uh, one of those groups mm. is known for their hops. No. Yao Ming, no Jewish basketball players. Temple Bethel did not school. They they weren't like, oh, Temple Bethel's coming to town. <laughs> 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 we better <laughs> we better get our shit together. Yeah. Do you want to talk to one of your fans on the phone? Do I have fans? Is it my mom? It could be. Hey, you're on with Josh and Josh. Wow, Josh and Josh. Oh, it's a, a new show. Of, yeah, Josh and Josh show. What's your name? Where are you calling hey, from? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, who, what's your name? Where are you calling I'm from? I'm actually on the air. You are right now. Hey, what's up, man? It's Daniel. <laughs> How are you, dude? Where are you calling from? Uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, up in Canada. Uh, the first thing I thought you said, I thought he said vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I knew because yeah, I've been in Canada. I've heard it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, what did he say? Regina. 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 Yeah, because I thought you said, I'm in vagina. I'm like, good for you, hey, dude. Thank you. Interesting for first caller. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. No wonder there's that echo. Uh, <laughs> did you uh, have a question for Josh? Yeah, I did, actually. Uh, big fan of the show, actually. This is really cool. I uh, didn't think I'd get through. <laughs> there you go. I'm uh, just kind of wondering like, what it was like uh, behind the scenes and stuff. Uh, was it professional or were you guys pretty friendly? For Quantico? It like a fun show to do. For Quantico, we're talking about. Oh no, for Cougar uh, Town. Oh yeah, for Cougar Town. Yeah, we uh, we were really great friends, and that it went six years, so that was lucky. And yeah, it was just fun to go to work every day because you are you're not worried about like Quantico, where you're like worried about a terrorist. Right. We were just. I mean, I never knew what was going to happen next. I'd dress up like Prince on Cougar Town. Yeah, I could. Did they let you improv? <laughs> uh, they did. They did. Um, I mean, we always get one per script. And they were really great. I was really surprised. Bill Lawrence is just great. Like, he'll just put what's funniest. Yeah. He didn't have an ego about it. He's like, no, this is funny. And so, so he like, would let you fuck around. He'd yeah. let you go one time and be like, do what you do. Yeah. And did you pick that out at every script? You were like, oh, this is the spot I'm going to fuck around. Yeah. Well, the, you know, yeah. We, yeah. You'd be like, well, I could do this a lot of ways. I could say this. I could do this. Right. Um, also, sometimes it just, as you know, just comes to you at the time. You're like, oh, this would be funny. Um that's and that's what's fun about the creative process. You know who I heard was incredibly funny and an incredibly great improv guy. What is his last? Is his last name Gomez? Ian. Ian. Yeah. He I heard he was like he incredibly is. funny. Yeah, he is. He's and he's great physical humor. Yeah. And it was. A, yeah, we had a ball. But somebody told me they were like, uh, it was when my wife was casting something. They were like, you know, you should look at who's super funny and quick is Ian Gomez. He is both of those. Yeah, yeah, I had heard. And by the way, his like, that's another guy that, th by the way, his career is like the perfect career to have. And by the way, dude, did we answer your questions? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Uh, it, we'll, uh, thanks for calling, man. Thanks for calling in, dude. And, t and we'll let you listen up on your computer. But thanks for calling in. You know what, someone. Absolutely, man. Thanks, Lucas. Thanks, bro. Um, what was I saying? Who cares? I completely. Ian Gomez, perfect career. Oh! Perfect career, because that dude has worked nonstop forever. Yeah, comfortable living. Yep, but can go to Ralph's and go shopping with his family if he wants. Also, to. his wife wrote and starred in my big fat Greek wedding, so more than comfortable living. Right. So, but but you, yeah, yeah. So extra <laughs> yeah. comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's really <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> now I didn't know that before. Now yeah. when I was talking about perfect, yeah. But do you know what I mean? That perfect, that perfect sweet spot where you get to work all the time. You get to do what you love. You even get some of the perks of the industry, 
but you also can live your fucking life. I'm there. You are there, yeah, right? Yeah, I've got a good thing going. No one gives a shit what I do. Yeah, but you get some of the perks of the industry, dude. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're, people are like, you're not an unknown in this town. No, but, well, you know, it's... What's the best I'm perk you've ever got? barely known. No, that's going to be your best next TV show. <laughs> barely <laughs> known. Josh Hopkins. Josh, what's his name? <laughs> people still call me Scott Wolf. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Nice to see you, Scott. I'm like, thanks. I don't correct anybody, by the way. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that is a nice sweet spot to be in, though, right? Because you live a comfortable life. You get to kind of live what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, nobody really, especially in L.A., no one gives a shit. Nobody gives one fuck here mm -hmm. in this town. Mm -mm. As a matter of fact, at my, I go to a gym where it's all... I love this gym, dude. It's all dude, guys, women and men over 60 who were actors. So they have like a long, you know, they they acted, but like years and years and years ago. So I heard this one, this guy was talking to this other guy about, yeah, you know, I remember on Happy Days. And they, there are a lot of those conversations in right, there. It's yeah. so fucking great That's just great. to have those guys in the gym. Um, there's, one, there's one guy who, you know, when you get older, your nuts are not great. But he seems to insist on wearing shorter shorts. Mm, yeah. Peekaboo. Yeah. And he likes to do a lot of old-timey stretches that don't really jive. He's but, probably the guy that uh, blow dries his balls oh. after he... People don't believe me yeah. when I tell them it's a thing. Yeah. That's a fucking thing. Yes. They put their foot up right on the yeah, counter. waft their baldness all over the oh place. And you're like, what the fuck? God, it's so Every good. YMCA. Everyone you've ever been in. What the just, there's the old is the ball deal? wafter. You know what else I don't like? Is it like because not only you you put your foot up on the counter, they have their foot up on the counter and they're blow drying their nuts. Also, Every guy who's ever been in a locker room has seen an old dude hit the hand dryer and just put his nuts underneath yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, you have a towel. What are you using that for if not to dry your nuts with? And are they so, like, when you get to that age, are they so delicate that they can't be towel dried? It's just dry clean from mm. that you can only yeah, dry clean. You can only... Your nuts become dry clean only? I mean, is that a, <laughs> is that yeah, a thing? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out if we're lucky. My grandfather told me once, this is, uh, and I know you, I'm going to tell this story. You're don't on the phone. And then he said to me once, um, something happened to me today. And I was maybe eight or nine. And he was like, it's going to happen to you too. And I go, oh. And he goes, shit on my nuts. And at eight or nine, your head just goes, <laughs> because it's like your nuts are like that big and they're tucked up tight. So all I kept thinking about was, well, where's your asshole? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does grandpa's asshole, is it not where it's supposed to be? <laughs> that he would have poop on his nuts? But it was like, I, it was a mind he hung up. If you go ahead and call back, I'll take it now. But it, it blew my fucking mind. Why would he say that to me? What I he didn't to... tell you was he he didn't realize he had wiped his butt with him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been like, what yeah. a terrible experience. Oh, they, that wasn't a... I'm going to tighten mine up, I think, when I get older. 
they think, should have that. They should have a ball left or something. They should like you know like a like a fishing rod. You know how it kind of yeah, just yeah. you reel it in, and if you want to let it down a little bit, yeah, yeah, or like about. a like a blind. You yeah. know, you pull the side, you just like kind of roll roll it up, and then you pull it once, and yeah, I think that's not. Too and wouldn't that be great when you come home from work and you just let that thing go, and it's like. <laughs> It's oh. it's the equivalent of taking <laughs> off your bra. Yeah, you take off your bra. I love it when my wife takes off her bra because the first thing she does, she gives them a little oh. shake. She itches them up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that would be the same thing. You just kind of let your nuts down. Yeah, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Listen, if we're looking for some fuck you money, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might the as ball well. lifter. <laughs> the same dude with the shamwow. We'll have him sell yeah. it for us. Yes. Um, I want to go back to your dad real quick. So he was psyched for you he was scared um and uh but he would but as a like him as a politician didn't affect what you did or had to do right did even though he didn't say it did you feel did you feel extra responsibility not to embarrass because i didn't feel any responsibility not to embarrass my parents um with choices you made even as an actor um if I if there was anything about embarrassing, it certainly wasn't about him being in politics. It's just you know like what what would my parents think about this? You know, but right. they are pretty liberal about stuff. And I mean, I remember liberal in Kentucky, pretty liberal. I mean, he was actually a Republican, but the older he's gotten, they've gotten more liberal rather than more conservative. I don't kind That's of the on the other way. Yeah. But there's some stuff they've got more conservative about. But in in general they've gotten a little more liberal right and i don't know because part of it's you know i live out here and right but they i never felt anything about him being a politician to me i didn't even think about that because that's what i knew from the time i was eight to like 22 that's what he was in right. my formative years i didn't know it was just like he could have been a fireman i it just was. It, something. it just was what it was. Yeah. When you are that far apart from your older siblings, are you, is it like being an only child? At, you know, not in the beginning because they were still there and right. then they were gone. Then it was very much like that. Yeah. And, and and so was it harder because my brothers and I were all two years, two years, two years. Was it harder to to establish a relationship when look a decade? There's so many differences, right? Was it harder to establish a relationship with your sisters? Uh. uh and is the or was the onus more on them or on you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they were very matriarchal. At some, oh, they were. You know. You know. But um, it's just kind of like every every kid or niece or nephew you have. You love them and it's great and you have a relationship, but you, you can't really. You wait till them to grow up and be like, oh, here you are. Well, hey, this is what, what you do you really like? like? Yeah. yeah. What do you do? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we are close now. Uh, we have one more phone call. Hey, you're on with Josh and Josh. What's your name? Where you're calling from? Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey. How's it going, buddy? Good. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Uh, you're on with Josh. What up? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I very rarely do this, but I'm kind of fangirling out. I've been a huge fan of yours since, uh, Cougar Town, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, do you have a question for him? He's, you know what? Yeah, for sure. You're more handsome in person than you are on TV, right? Yeah, I know. It's, weird. it's tough to pull off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and when I hear about those those nice sized nipples you have, my God! Well, that's actually me. That's not Josh. Yeah, I mean, but mine are not meaty. Mine are pretty in the in the good zone. Oh, so, yeah. you mean like good zone? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, well, how do you know mine's not in the good zone? Maybe, maybe because you just said. But maybe meaty nipples are in. To some people, but apparently not to you. You <laughs> yeah. judged yourself. Yeah, don't, don't put that on me. I don't it's like your it. hate for yourself. I don't no, like my no, meaty no, nipples. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Meaty nipples would be a good name for a punk band. <laughs> Come to the stage, everybody. <laughs> Please put your hands together for meaty nipples. <laughs> okay, sorry, Justin. Go. That'd be a phenomenal drag name for you, Josh. Meaty nipples. That's not meaty, meaty nipples on stage two. M e e d y. Yeah. Meaty yeah. nipples. That's grosser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is right. I don't know. That's, mm, that's kind of gross. Yeah. Justin, what do you got for him? I, I just I was wondering. I know that Quantico's gotten such great uh, reviews from the Muslim community for just how you, the show, depicted modern Muslim Americans. I was wondering how that feels to work on such a, a huh. progressive show like that. I had never, I, I was not aware of that. Was it, does it, has it been reviewed well from the Muslim community? Um, I'm sure there is both sides. Yeah. Out there, you know, um, I think it has been, it has a Muslim cast member that plays two right. parts, by the way, and uh, a lot of women, a lot of women of color. Um, it's been reviewed well that way it's very diverse right and uh for network television that's you know not really super rare anymore but no. it's it's uh strong women parts that, that, that's another that's the name of my next yeah. book <laughs> strong women parts <laughs> with meaty nipple <laughs> uh but yeah it's been fun to work on something that people think you know well this is progressive so yeah it's you know yes Justin, I'll tell you something, and I've known Josh for a long time, so we're sitting here and I'm pretending like I'm real, I'm all caught up in all the things he's doing. I'm like, congrats on Quantico, dude. It's good stuff. And what'd you say? Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm not on it anymore. Yeah, I didn't know he died because I actually never watched. But I was trying to pretend like, dude, so happy for you. Yeah, got everything on the DVR. <laughs> yeah, you can start tonight. <laughs> I watched. It'd be great, like, ghost episode in season two. Yeah. I watched yeah. three episodes, just so you know. Thanks. You're welcome. I watched three episodes. You know what? Some things just get lost on your DVR. Sometimes yeah. it just gets lost. And so yeah. that's – I, I uh, there are some shows where I look back and I scroll down. I'm like, oh, there's fucking ten of those. That's kind of a great – like if your friend's like, man, we haven't talked. And you're like, you know what? You just kind of got lost in my DVR, man. Yeah, DVR you know of what? life. I, I, I do need to go back this and catch up with this. I should. I should. I really like you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go back. And look just at those eight texts you sent me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do you get offended when people say that they, if they didn't watch the show? No. Yeah. I mean, because I, I'm, I'm. What am I, I mean, I, I haven't done a ton of shit I'd watch. And I don't mean that in the, it's like. What's the one thing you wish more people had watched? Shit, I don't know, dude. Didn't you, what was, didn't you, what was the, what was Jack and Jill? Weren't people clamoring for that to come back? Is that what it was called, Jack and That's, Jill? I, I was 14. No, I mean, that just seems so long ago. Yeah, that was something. But isn't that I what, was like... But you don't even remember. That's the crazy thing. When I say my you, top 100 of stuff that I'd be like, yes, is that Jack right? and Jill. No. It's, you know what's crazy is that because... Okay, look. How the hell do you remember that? Because I've never been on anything. <laughs> do you understand? Like, So for me, when you're like, well, you were on a couple seasons of TV show, I'm like, that, I would never forget that. But you've been on so many TV shows. That's like when you were like, when I asked you a question, you're like, Man, I don't really remember. That's all I could. Now, if you asked me, what about that show you did? Remember that show I came and saw you? I'd be like, no. 
I don't. Yeah, you me do a live show. I'm like, yeah, I remember the guy with the red right. shirt that kept farting. Yeah, <laughs> meaty nipple. Yeah, me old meaty yeah, nipple. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. So, is there something though that you were like, man, I wish I had done. I wish we had done some more of those. Well, there's stuff that like um, pilots I did. Like I did the pilot for uh, L.A. Confidential. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, Kiefer Sutherland was. Uh, was uh, what's his name? Was it be whispering? Did what? he whisper during this show? Did he whisper act? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah he man. brought in, he ushered in an entire generation of these guys. But it was actually good. But that, listen, it was good. There was a lot of good pilots I did that could have changed my life, you know. But I, I never. It's like it's like when I didn't get the um, the, uh, the the Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. The next thing I got, I came back and almost immediately booked um, G.I. Jane. Not didn't do for me my life or right. career but i still talk to buddies from that now made lifelong friends right. that i never would have made and, i mean i think you know back i'm like i'd done jerry Maguire, i would have done really well out of that right and been had a shot at movie stardom but i could see me you know i I'm so dumb. I would have <laughs> fucked that up so quick and be like, we saw the star of whatever who thinks he actually is cool because, you know, I did, hadn't learned humbleness then. And I would have been like a fucking train wreck. So, what age do you think you uh, learned humbleness? Probably tomorrow. No, I, 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 I don't know. It's not like I came from a good family and friends that would tell me what the fuck, you know, to do. But right. But there is a part of anyone that, like, if you come to, I feel sorry for, I'm not really sorry, but the kids that come in and they hit the right thing and then they're that guy. Mm -hmm. And then there's an aspect of that that has to be like, I'm really fucking good. Yes. Uh, and they are. They're, there's not a talent aspect of it. But there's a lot of this happened this way and whatever. And so you see the Bieberness. But by, by the way, that's why I am not a fan of Bieber, but. I don't blame him for the way he is. If you start at 14, and at yeah. 14, everybody says yes to you, and you're given a fucking Brinks truck full of money, and the entire world wants to suck your dick, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be a bit of an asshole. Yeah. And so I don't blame him. It's on his parents to have kept him in check as best they could. But at that point, the train has left yeah. the fucking station, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I think, you know, I... I I, when I got first, when I got my first TV deal, I okay. This is super embarrassing. <laughs> Go on. Okay, get my first TV deal, and I think I am fucking the king of rock and roll because at that point I don't understand that a lot of people get TV deals, and not only do a lot of people get TV deals, a lot of people uh, they get pilots written. So I don't know how many pilots get written that don't get shot. And then the, out of those pilots that are written that get shot, the, the percentage of those things that go to series are, it's... Minute. Minute. So to actually get on a show is like a fucking, a show that is going to get on the air. It's crazy. But that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, I got a TV deal. I'm the shit. So I went to the, you know, the Nike brought me in and they took me mm, to the store. Yeah. So, okay, this is so embarrassing. So I get, like, listen, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm going from $1,100 a month. I've been wearing one pair of shoes for two years. I eat one meal a day. It's poor, poor. Mm -hmm. 
to I got a little TV deal money and Nike's giving me free shit. So the next meeting I go to after at 20th Century Fox and ABC, it's a joint meeting to talk about my show. I show up. Like, do you know, you ever watch Saturday Night Live the, where that, that sketch, ooh, wee, what's up with that? What's oh, up? Yeah, yeah, and Jason yeah. Sudeikis yeah, in the back. in the background. So that was you? What he was dressed in? He the, showed up in it. I showed up in a Nike tracksuit, but the sheet sheet kind. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a little warmer than I wanted it to be, but I wasn't taking that shit off. And I had a Nike at the time, you know, the bucket hat was in. So I show up with Nike shoes, Nike tracksuit, Nike bucket hat, and I sit down. And so the first 10 minutes of the meeting is like, they're just trying to size up. Who the fuck? No, no, they sized it yeah, up. Yeah, they were like, who yeah. the When you walked in, they went, look at this jackass yeah. had his first trip to the Nike stu- Nike shop and look at him. He look at him. But, and, and as soon as you sat down, they were like, oh, God, let's, so. Let's not do, by the way. Mindy Schulteis, and who was an executive over there at the time, said, about 10 minutes in, she goes, well, I guess I should probably say, look who went to the Nike store. Right? Yep. Yep. And I go, oh, yeah. And she said, and, and she could notice because it was so hot. You know, it was a shishi, and it was lined. I wasn't paying attention to the tracksuit, and I was sweating. My face was sweating. She goes, you want to unzip the tracksuit, or you just going to sweat? Or And I was like, no, I'm fine. And she was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, Seem hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweating. Face sweating, which I don't normally do. A lot of do. sweating in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, between you and I, yeah. we're a sweaty guy. But so I left there. And so that night I was going to <sighs> Dragonfly um, to go see Cousin yeah, Gary's yeah, yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, And um, I'm at the door. I might have been there. You could have been. Yeah. It's, I there's a good chance. Once, yeah. yeah. Watched uh, him. There's a good day. So I get to the door and the guy was like... Uh, you know, on the list. And I was like, next year I'm going to be on TV, so you should probably let me in. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm not supposed to say anything. I'm still wearing the tracksuit in the hat, by the way. I'm not supposed to say anything, but uh signed a big deal over at 20th and Fox and on ABC, and you should probably let me in. And he was like, because... I was so young and kind of full of myself. And well, think- that's exactly like what I'm saying yeah. about if I'd booked that. I probably would have had a lot more moments like that. And that the, the, the kind where right when you're trying to go to sleep, you think about. And then you wake up and you're like, what the and fuck? You're like, I can't even sleep because why did I do that? Yeah. Like, I'm an idiot. Because when I turned around and there were like people behind me like who understood how the town went and couldn't believe that's what I was saying. Right. When there were legitimately people waiting to get in who were actually on television or whatever, on a guest list, but I didn't quite get it. But I'm so glad I didn't get it then because my body of work, the story that they bought was ready for TV. I was not. I had no backbone to my my work. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. had no truth. I had no honesty. There was no depth to it. So... Do you feel like if something happened now, like what would be the difference for you as far as something huge happening now to then? Would you, you wouldn't change really much of what you, how you live now, right? No, I mean, the good thing about doing something that hits or is really popular is the ability to work with more and more people that you want to work with. And that would be great. Do you want to direct or write? I directed two Cougar Towns um, and I really enjoyed it. But it's a whole different animal, right? And I want to write, but I'm too lazy. 
I've talked to you about writing before. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm talking like, about yeah, all right, but I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to write double. If I don't though. get I'll hungry. Do double. If I don't yeah. get hungry tomorrow, I'm well, definitely what writing. What do you know? I'm hungry again. Can't write. <laughs> also, I watch TV. Um, do you, so you, do you want to do more directing? Um, you know enough people, dude, where you could write a little something and direct it and put it together and just shoot it. I know. I and I But you get hungry. I uh, see all the time. I Are know. you too? No. When is it gonna go away? I uh I I, yeah, I should do way more. You know, we all should. Okay. Yeah. All right. But <laughs> it didn't mean didn't right. mean to sh- shame you, dude. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because look, the only reason I say that is because I've if I go back to feigning interest. That's a real shoot. That took a couple days, right, to put yeah. together. Yeah, and you yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think of shit, and I have written shit, and then you know, you just, I, I, I've thought about um, features, and I, I don't think I could ever. I just, t- my attention. But I you know what I you could do. You know what little things. But you I know what you do. are good at. Look, you are a very charismatic dude. You could go into a room with a writer. And, and say, he's going to actually put this on paper, but I'm going to sell this. Because I imagine in a room, you're probably pretty good. I've done a couple pitches of stuff. And right? I, yeah. I know. I know. Okay? I know. Get your shit Jesus together! Christ! What? Didn't know this was going to be this. Yeah, wait. I'm bringing your dad in. Hold on. <laughs> Where? So do you, do you consider yourself a hard worker? No. That's, because it, just a couple of things you said, it doesn't seem like you do. No, but I have a lot of just self worth issues. So I would. Where does that come I, from? You think? Meaning, uh, meaning. My uncle, really, no, um, and his I, middle I, finger, <laughs> or his thumb. You know him. Yeah, I I, 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 uh, I, I don't know. Doesn't everyone? Yeah, but, I should probably be. A but you comic. know, my my insecurities push me the other way. Right, because my insecurities are you worthless piece of shit. Like I, I've the last thing I say to myself before I go on stage every night is tonight, tonight they find out I'm not that funny. Again, it kind of makes me go get the fuck out there, dude. Right. So my insecurities push me the other way. Mm-hmm. What, but like what, what? Because that has to come. Here's my small theory on it. It's uh, look. Don't and I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know if you know this. Oh. I'm not a psychiatrist. Just so you know, there's no fucking. I'm not a psychiatrist. Good no. But sometimes, when, especially in this business, you hear no so much. You're like, why do I want to take a couple more swings to hear more no's? Do you know what I mean? I know what I do well. I'm in my lane, which you are in your fucking lane. And I'm sure you consider yourself, do you think you worked harder when you were younger and now that you are? Of course, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But, but I think part of it is also, it's like, I've been so fortunate to work right. a lot. I mean, I've been very lucky. I've, yep. However many IMDb, right? 50 cents. It's a lot of luck. Yep. And so I will get something going, and I'll be like, all right, let's do this. Oh, I booked this. All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you've had to shelve some things. But it's like, yeah, I don't even like, oh, I want to think about this. I'm like, now I'm doing this. Now I'm over here. Is that how you started doing those triathlons, or are they Ironman? Which one do you do? <laughs> Not an Ironman. It's a triathlon. Yeah. But you split the three legs? It's most of the time. 
I mean, I've done, I've done the full one, but okay. So, so that's a complete. It, that's like uh, the opposite. So that is like a lot of hard work. Why do you push yourself that way? Well, that would go back to more of the like, what do you do to compete, or what do you do to get that kind of energy out? You know, that's like. But do you like so a, a triathlon training? The triathlon race itself is what? It's not that bad. You have to swim, bike, and run. Right on the same day. Yeah, in I mean, a, it, in it, a row. Wrong, but but it, people think it always think of the Ironman. Yeah, this is not that. You swim half a mile. Not easy. Didn't like it. Don't like it. In the cold. ocean, yeah, right? Yeah, that's you know at worst at worst a twenty minute swim. Do you crawl Everybody or do you breaststroke it? it? Uh, I trained breaststroking and I crawled the whole way. Crawl doggy some... paddle. <laughs> yeah, it was so cold. It was like 54 degrees. Cold where you lose your breath that oh, cold? Oh, yeah. I just, <laughs> and the whole time I couldn't. Be. How many people are in the water? A whole lot of people. And I so how do they know if somebody doesn't, somebody drowns? They got swimmers and shit around there. And of course I was like, sharks, I'm scared of sharks. Yeah, and I got out there fish, and I was what like, happened? I was, why isn't this shark eating me? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, so that takes 20 minutes. And you get out, you're cold, you're shivering. Yeah, but you got it. You got it. You got a wetsuit on. But yeah, you're cold. You're cold. All right. You know, and you run to your or walk fast <laughs> to your bike. Right. And you clip in, and you ride like 19 miles, 20 miles, 19 miles. That's an hour, let's say. Worse. But why? But why? See, you're making this sound like Aaron. Does that sound like nothing? Biking 20 miles. I mean, it's not 60 or something. Like, it's see, not with the. It's not what the Iron Man is, but it's it would be hard. You're it's, calling Josh a pussy right to his no, face? No, 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 no. I couldn't. I am, I, I am calling the train for that. But that's like an hour bike ride. Okay. You know, bike riding, you can do it and then, you know, kind of stop for a second because you're still going. Do you eat while you're biking? Yeah. Just gel packs or something just to, you know, keep a you going. Energy, yeah. yeah. And then you get off the bike and you run four miles. Everybody can run four miles. I mean, In a row? not everybody, but... It, it, if you train for two months, you right. could. So how long does that whole race take you? I have no idea because I really don't know times because I I am now competing to just finish. To especially, finish. Especially, yeah. But you race, who are the buddies you do it with? Mm, James Marsden, Jeff Stoltz. And why, like, why do you guys, how did you guys decide that this is what you were going to do? Just for... I can't remember. I mean... I mean, because to wake up one day and go, you know, what? I'm gonna do a triathlon. Like, well, I, I mean, we all, we would all. I was into biking separately, and we all used to jog, and it's like, so it wasn't like create. It was like, okay, we'll do that. That's in a few months, and uh, down. The, it's just a fun thing to do. Do you ever do it for charity? Yeah, the, both these are for uh, children's hospital. Both, I, I do one in um, Malibu and one in Miami. But you do a lot of work with. In St. Jude's too, right? Yes, St. Jude's. Yeah, you do a lot of work with St. Jude's. How how did you end up doing work with St. Jude's? Why St. Jude's? The, the triathlons. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just. Have you ever visited that hospital? No, uh, no. And, and then I was. Stol my friend Stoltz just did. Yeah. Went to the hospital not, not a few weeks ago. Visited all the kids. And I couldn't go. I was still working. What did he? Like just says amazing, you know. Um, uh, I've done this thing called the Big Slick. It's this. That was my best move in high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which it, um, 
It was also like the Paul, nickname for my girlfriend's pussy in college. <laughs> Paul Rudd, uh, all, the guys from around there, Stone Street, those guys put it on, and it's for the, the children's hospital there. Yeah. And there I've gone and visited the kids, and that's like just the perspective. It's like, oh, we're not just here Amazing, playing baseball right? and bowling. We are like, look at these kids. And, 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 and I go in insecure in a way like not, not, not one fucking kid's going to know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, like what are they going to? They don't care. No. You're there. The parents are so happy. It breaks up a monotony. It's like someone's here who someone thinks is cool. Yeah. They don't care. You know what else is amazing to me? The And I have a, a friend named Emily in Boston, and she's been, I believe, the disease is called scleroderma. It's what Bob Saget's uh, sister passed from, and it's a brutal, brutal disease. And I went and saw her. In a hospital a couple of years ago, and I've, I've kept touch, in touch with her since then. But the the fight in children who are born with these diseases, like it's the only thing they've ever known, is l- like fight I've never seen before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because they know nothing else. Nothing else besides fighting for their life. Yeah. It, 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 at first when I went in, I felt, I was like, I, f- I don't know how to explain it. Sad isn't the right word. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. But then to feel her courage and and bravery, and then I was like, "This is me." Like somehow I'm turning this into me. This isn't about me. Right. And the fact that she and by the way, I also find that those kids don't have a great filter. There's not a lot of sensor because they're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna say whatever yeah. the fuck." Yeah. But she, her, I was sitting there, and it was me, her, and her mom. And her mom goes, "Aren't you?" Happy Josh came to see you. She's like, not really. <laughs> She's 17 at the time. It's hilarious. And I go, oh. She was like, you know, because her mom knew me more than she knew who I was. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, you're the one who wanted to see him. I don't really care if he's here. Yeah, well, no kids have ever recognized me. You no. Know? So, but the parents are sometimes, like, sometimes still don't know, but it's like, here's something different you about know, our day that yes. happens just all the time. And someone, we're talking and someone Someone gives a shit. Someone knows I'm here. The parents, like, as someone with kids, I can't... Do you need another water? Yeah, I might. Um, I can't even imagine what going to bed and waking up every morning is. Do you know what I mean? Because we... Thank you. Look, I've had to put a pet down. That's fucking... And you did, too. Mm -hmm. It's fucking brutal. And years just just nonstop, but it's not and i and i know people who were like well i have a fur baby i get it it's not even in the same ballpark no and and um because the truth of the matter is if your eight-year-old dies you're not going to be like I'm, I'm just going to get another one next week <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get another night i'm gonna get another eight-year-old next week so everybody cool with that yeah it, and it's like a it's, same name. That's a little tacky. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put them in the same bed. <laughs> um, but to see these parents too is like, and they are going through twofold. One, I have to somehow come to terms with the fact that my child could die every day, and two, I have to not let my child see that that is what's happening every day. So I imagine also. 
when you go in for the parents, you're right. It's a time like everybody gets to forget for a little while. Is that like, like that's what that's the thing, right? It's exactly. just forget for a little while. Yeah, because it is you. I go in with my insecurities and ego, going, no one's even gonna know me. Why am I visiting? You know, that's like a normal like what. Right. They're taking me, the big prize. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then once you get in there, you're like, oh, they're just happy. Anyone's here and anyone knows they're here. And yeah. Then then you then you're like, oh, this is fun. Those are the kind of experiences. I by just the way. worked out right before I came here to uh, like a spin class. That's all right, buddy. It's okay. And I can't you stop drinking. Getting enough water. That those are the kind of experiences, by the way. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that changed perspective for me. Going in to see of that course, girl. Of course. That by the way, changes perspective and helps my entire life, dude, because things like that, going in to see her, she helped me more than I could ever possibly help her because there were so many small things when I walked out of that hospital that I, from that point on, I never sweated again because I was like, what am I fucking, my perspective, what am I worried about here? Yes. Do you know what I mean? And that's why, honestly, trolls online used to bother me. And that was one of the things that helped me just change. I'm like, I can, I can, look, you only get one ride, right? right. It's up to you how you want to spend it. You, the, somebody very smart said to me once, you are truly only in control of one thing. And that's your time. How do you want to spend that? And I was like, fuck. Yeah. That's a real, do I want to spend it a fucking sourpuss? Or do I want to spend it? Because these, the, those kids don't have that same opportunity. The simple thing of you thinking your time. Everybody takes that for granted. Well, I'm fucking. I'm not gonna do whatever I want. There are some people in this country who don't get that mm. because of what they were born with, mm-hmm. and so that really fucking really helped me put perspective. And I'll tell you something else. It did. That helped my kind of fuck you attitude. It since that, and she doesn't know this, but since that visit with her, my comedy changed to be more like I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a fuck what they say or what anyone thinks. I don't. Oh, so you got funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I, yeah. We are all glad you went yeah. on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's about time you actually put a, like, a couple of jokes in there. <laughs> well, Josh Hopkins got jokes. Okay, we got one more question for you. And then we're going to let, um, because I have to get home and make, I'm doing two shows tonight, but I think one of them I'm going to be drunk for. Ah. I don't mean to be, but I'm shooting a pilot tonight about talking about drunk stories so the pilot is we're going to get drunk and sit around and tell drunk stories i don't want i don't know what network that's that'll be one of those you're like oh we killed until you see it oh yeah i know it's gonna be like oh no (laughs) that was hilarious yeah oh my god that was the fucking (laughs) that's like the high notes i take when i'm when i'm high and i'm at home i'm like oh this is gonna be funny tomorrow (laughs) and i read it and like it's just like three words pizza for dogs huh (laughs) I'm not sure when I was going with pizza for dogs. I'll hopefully, sometimes I get high and I write it down. I don't remember. And I go, maybe I'll get high again and I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. And it never works. You can never recapture the high. No. Are you a weed guy at all? Recently. It changes lives. Recently, yeah. You yeah. never were before? Uh-uh. I don't like smoke it. And you know, now it's came out and you can eat little bits or yeah. do the little uh, vape thing and change me. I used to love to take ecstasy and then smoke a joint, and that combination was like the perfect, perfect. It was the for me because uh, it mellowed out 
the uh, extreme. I don't like super jittery, speedy shit. So it mellowed that stuff out, but it kept the it added to the euphoria. There were some nights where I was like, I'm just gonna stare at these lights forever. Mm-hmm. Some nights with my brother. <laughs> you, yeah. By the yeah. way, you. I think I called you. Did I call you when he went to jail yeah. or when he was going to jail? I think when I don't know. I but think he will tell you. I think I called you maybe at the point and was like, that's why you would have called me because I called you and said, this, this isn't good where yes. he is and what he's doing. Yes. And I knew he was in trouble. And he'll tell you this. When I went to him, I said, bro, you can't, this, there's one, this goes one place. Yeah. And there's, it's not good. And it, to, to those who don't know, Oh, he he came on the podcast and talked I about. Oh, well, yeah. maybe there's some new people here. Yeah, God, he went to, you're a rookie. He went to he went to set up every segment. Every time you come back, you have I to had set no up idea we had segment. segments on yes. this show. Um, he's he went to jail for selling drugs. Yeah, and I knew he was doing it. And I went to him. I said, "Man, you, this is bad." And I knew it was bad. And he goes, "I'll never get caught." Uh, he said the same <laughs> thing to us. He said the and same I was thing like, to us. Wow. And I said to his face, "I said." You you realize you just got caught. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing anyone could say. And he was like, you know, he's like, I know what you're saying, but you don't understand how I'm doing it. And then he got caught. Do you know what I told him once? What? I go, you know what drug dealers never do? And he said, what? I go, retire. <laughs> never near, yeah. never be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and retire from yeah. this. It ends in two places, death and jail. Now, they might retire after jail. But they might retire in jail. Yes, but there was now. You know the the problem was it was so hypocritical for me because I was getting my drugs from him. Yeah. Do you know what you I gotta, mean? You got to quit this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Still forty bucks it seems expensive. I'm your brother. You know what I mean? But so I, it was hypocritical for me. It did get to the point where I stopped partying with him and I stopped doing buying from him because I was like, dude. I can't support this anymore. And then every now and then when I was desperate, I was like, listen, I know what I said, I can't support it anymore. I'm just gonna support it one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't find any ecstasy anywhere else. So I remember once he kept- It's like that joke, what's the joke? You gotta be more specific. uh, Not yours, just a general joke where, uh, this is not mine, so I'm not taking credit for it. Where he said, yeah, I'm I'm pro-life. Except for like twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my, I don't remember street jokes very well, but I think, I'm going to fuck this up, Aaron. I know you know it. So a guy walks up to another dude and goes, hey, you want to come to a party at my house this weekend? Um, and the guy goes, sure. And he goes, yeah, what's going on up there? He goes, well, there's going to be a lot of fucking, a lot of fighting, a lot of crying. The guy goes, man, who's going? He goes, just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite street joke. That's good. Yeah, I love it. yeah. <laughs> no way. You have your own own logo now. The JW. Yeah, it was for my TV show. <laughs> you came on one of my shows and held a vulture. Yeah, wasn't it a vulture? I don't remember. Wait, it was like a yes, vu- yes, yes. I did. It was a giant bird. Yeah, and it flapped around. You held that shit on your arm. Yeah, the, I'd scared. I don't like naked and afraid after naked dark. Afraid, or yes, naked after dark. Naked after dark. Yeah, you did come on. Yeah. They uh, I never think. I don't think you ever thanked me enough for that. I did. Yeah, not enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, uh, it didn't. It, we only lasted for three weeks, so I didn't feel like I needed yeah. to thank you too much. Yeah. If we had, if they had been like, hey, that Josh Hopkins really put us over the top, I'd have yeah. been like, well, I got to thank Josh. I parked. Did you park? I parked and came in. So you did. No, I, was... I thanked you. And the makeup girls loved you. They wanted your phone number. Does oh. that help? Oh, so... I didn't give it to them. Oh, it's all okay then. You know what I saw when I snuck in there, wherever we were over at the CBS. Thing? Yes. And I came up some backwards way, and there was the Price is Right. Did you take a picture with it? Yes. There was the, was the Plinko thing out there too. I don't believe so, but yeah. I took a picture. It's on my Instagram. Do you want to tell everybody what that is? Your Instagram, Mr. Josh Hopkins, Mr. Josh Hopkins. Um. All right, we're gonna. I'm gonna get a ticket, so I have to go. Uh, I have to go call this podcast a night. We've been here for an hour and 45 minutes. Really? Happens fast. Wow. Do you want to plug anything? He <laughs> 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 said plug. By the way, I still put that top three cartoons of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, Family Guy might be the best. I'm a huge, I was a huge Ren and Stimpy fan. I mean, well, you got to separate because Fat Albert was great. I'm, I'm but separating. Just I'm yeah, separating Hanna Barbera. Yeah. I'm going in that genre of Beavis and Butthead, Simpsons, American Dad, Family Guy. Family Guy to me is like, it's so funny to me how real life people can't say anything, but cartoons can say whatever they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. And you can sing whatever you want to. If you put it in a song, you can be as racist as you want. Singing in cartoons and singing cartoons, fucking. That's just a racist. Yeah, you gold can basically mine. say whatever you want. Yes. So, uh, but but uh, Family Guy to me is like consistently. I can't believe how funny it is. Do you watch it? Not really. What? I know. I mean, I've seen it, and every time I've seen it, it's funny. But what, what, I don't know. What are you doing with your time? You're hungry a lot. I know that. Uh, it's just eating. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking sit at home and eat all day. And then I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat. eat again. <laughs> I'm actually in better shape now, I think, than I've been in like five years. You don't think that's funny. Yeah, yeah I've, I've commented on this on social media yeah. with you, right? Like you'll do like, you'll have your shirt off. I mean, you're in like, great shape. You're I'm, like cut up ripped. But with my wife at a beach and you're like, not funny. <laughs> I'm like that's you're you're not funny. Yeah, you're, you're like, even ri- funny joke. Knowing that you're that ripped under it, I'm like, nope, nope, not yeah, funny. You, that's so funny to me. And anytime there's a picture like that, all it says under my picture is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it really makes me laugh. Not funny. Nope. <laughs> ripped. Ripped isn't funny. Ripped is not funny. No. That's why Carrot Top went unripped. Did he go unripped? Carrot Top deflated. And he made a comeback, a huge one. He was giant, like physically, a big dude for a while. Yeah, he was like, it would no longer be like sad to say Carrot Top kicked my ass. No, he for sure would have kicked your mm-hmm. ass. And his face was so frozen, he wouldn't have felt you punching it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He'd have been like, doesn't hurt. Done. I didn't need. I saw your fist come. I didn't see. I didn't feel it hit me. Also, I made this fist catcher. <laughs> <laughs> fist catcher. I love it. <laughs> Another punk. Do you, punk band name. Fist, fist catcher, catcher with strong lady parts. Is that what it was? Strong lady parts and 
Meaty nip. A meaty nipples. Listen, you never want somebody to be like, so how was the sex with her? I gotta tell you, she got some strong, she got some strong lady parts. <laughs> I does, think that'd be a big compliment. What does that strong even mean? Strong lady parts. What does that Very mean? Very strong. That means Kegel. It means something different for everyone, and that's why it's it's cool. Strong lady parts. I think if you were if we were gonna rank in order, I think strong lady parts is the strongest of the punk bands, and then meaty nipples. Mm -hmm. Spelt. M e e d y. Yes, gross. Meaty yeah. nipples. It is kind of gross. Yeah. Um, did you want to plug anything? Mm. Mm -mm. Because that I mean, you don't know what's happening yet. Mm -mm. You in. Did you? I want to plug my family vacation I'm going on. Oh yeah. Yeah, with my all my nieces and nephews, everybody. They're so cute. Those videos you put on Instagram are like they're cute, right? The fucking best. Well, I'm getting ready to really just take it up and muddle up your your Instagram feed. I'm sorry because this week it's all of them together, and I just can't stand it. Do you know At those the beach. those posts? The only posts I like more that you and I have both seen are Opie at the gym on the track. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the yeah. our uh, our friend. He goes to a gym in Birmingham, Alabama. Right, and so he there's a track like a whatever walking slash running track, and I don't know the figuration of the gym, but he sits on the inside of it, and so like he'll just hold the camera up, you don't see anything, and then you'll just see an old dude kind of walk by, but Opie makes that noise. <laughs> I mean. It's it's so simple. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah. On Instagram, that in thirty second fights. Have you seen thirty second fights? No. I wish I didn't watch it. It's thirty second fights that people send in from clips from. How do they name it? Thirty second fights. Oh. Yeah. Because it's thirty seconds. Were and, they? Were and they people doing are fighting. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. And so it's half a minute. They didn't want to say half a minute fights, <laughs> because they just go thirty second fights. Um, no, but I will love it. Thirty second fights is like. Addictive. Are they over in 30 seconds? 30 seconds. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Yes. 30 second fights are, it's, I hate, I, it's one of those things where I'm embarrassed. It's my Kardashians. 30 second fights. Do you know that, what I mean? Like, I, that's I, more respectable. 30, 30, 30 second fights? fights yeah. Oh my God. The, I get caught up sometimes on YouTube in the worst hole, rabbit holes, but 30 second fights, thank God they're only 30 seconds and. There are sometimes when I'm on YouTube, I'm like, why am I at talking dogs? Like, you know, you get to like, you're like, you start at 30 second fights and all of a sudden you three hours later, you're like, what am I with the juggling octopus? How did I get here? How the fuck did I get here? Um, all right. So family vacation, everybody. That's exciting. Um, you guys know what I'm going to plug. I have my first ever live episode of the podcast in Nashville this weekend on Saturday. Michael Cudlitz from The Walking Dead will be my guest. We're gonna. It's gonna live show. There will be a question and answer. So tickets already going super fast. If you want to come to that, I would go to the WildWestComedyFestival.com for tickets, and search me uh, at Zanies uh, May twenty first. It's at four p.m. And also, the last weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend of May, I will be at Bellevue in Bellevue, Washington, at Parlor Live. Come out, come out wherever you are. Josh Hopkins, thank you for doing this, dude. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Josh and that. Josh. Josh and Josh. You know, this has been in the works for a long time. It really has been. Yeah, I mean, and I'm probably one of the first people to be a, your podcast super fan that has also been a guest, because I love your podcast. Oh, look at that! Yeah. I'm, that mm -hmm. that's, I, I'm on board for that. Thank you very much. All of them have been 
unbelievable. The Thanks, Jen Winderstrom. 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 Winderstrom is not. Winderstrom. 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 Yeah, there you go. She, uh, you all got me out and exercising. That's awesome. And the Jen Sturger thing. Sturger? Yep. That was. She's. Awesome. Yeah. They were both. She's. Uh, so was Johnny's. Yeah. I mean, but I knew the story. But you know what? I lived it. I had never asked him about his time in jail I know. Before. That was why it was amazing. I, I'm going to have, um, well, I'm going to have my brother Danny on next week. I'm also going to have Scott on. He and I get some shit to talk about. It's going to be a family family reunion. Yeah, he's going to be I had Dash on, but I'm going to have him back on. You did. I had him on very long, 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 long time ago. But I think I'm going to have him back on and talk about his music. Was this before you got funny? Yes. So it was before the trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. before okay. the trip. Yeah. So it was... yeah. Oh, poor thing. Yeah, yeah he deserves got... to be back on. Got to have him back on. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think he, he might have said a couple times, is this going to get funnier? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. This is basically how it's going to stay the whole time. Um, all right, man. Guys, come see me in Nashville. Later.